0: That's why I'm a savage Classy Buggy What is that Rather Ratchet Yeah Sozy Sozy, are we? Moody Na- Nasty, of course you are nasty Acting I didn't read anything Nothing, just read it. Acting stupid Is recording me No, no, no it's you, press you press record i I'm I'm an educated somebody. It's a great Get away. slowly, <laughs> baby.
1: It's episode 58 of Know How the Podcast This is your boy Day, And I'm joined by my co-host Super Lord Bawo yeah. um, You know, this this fine Wednesday uh, I would like to th- say we, we apologize for being a day late
2: But by the time this episode ends You're going to realize why we have to wait One day to drop
1: this Dog, there's been so much activity In the last 48 hours Like imagine. Every time, every time we figured, oh, we're gonna record now. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Something else would happen.
2: Wait, 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 They're going live. It's happening it's right now. It's like the OJ car chase.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> and and here we were thinking Trump having people drink cleaning products. Was gonna be the big thing, bro. Was was gonna be the the I leading forgot. the leading I topic. Forgot. I forgot that. I dog, so much things happened. The the freaking Trump spoke about cleaning products lice all condemned him yeah. um d- the nfl draft happened virtually mm-hmm. uh, people's
2: girlfriends are wildin
1: um r.i.p fred the godson big
2: up fred a dope-ass liver six from the bx rest in peace to him and love
1: and peace to his family and loved ones Absolutely. Little Fires Everywhere um, has not, become a, requi- a required viewing for anyone I'm, that I'm I still, decide I still, to entertain romantically. I still
2: haven't watched that. Don't judge me. Oh,
1: I'm not. You know, I have to, it unbreak- is,
2: I have to prep myself to watch anything Carrie, um, Carrie Washington.
1: You're not prepared for the lip quiver?
2: That the, Like when she starts to cry, <laughs> bro, it's like it's just that you know how you're in an awkward situation. Like her yes. crying makes me feel like I can't <laughs> just enjoy. You know how you're enjoying the show, popcorn, drinks, whatever. And And like you just feel like it's more than what it is now. Like I can't, I can't watch this happen. I have to write a letter. I got to speak to somebody.
1: So I've always thing, found it challenging to watch Kerry Washington's uh, uh, acting, but this show is so good. No, no,
2: I'm gonna watch it. Did she cry? And I think I love my wife because I feel like I watched that and I don't remember her giving that face. So maybe she adopted a new cry.
1: Um, I think I she's know. always been good. She's really good at the scripted crying. I just think that she does weird things with her face and her mouth oh my screen that, oh that my make God. it different, that make it difficult for me to, uh, Mm-mm. to enjoy the content. Uh, I, but imagine but, if that's
2: how she really cries, because then that evil man she's married to got to deal with that.
1: See, <laughs> I wasn't even going to go there, but, you <laughs> know, she may be... Yeah. What's name? <laughs> <Unamdi. laughs> got to deal with that when he <laughs> comes short. shout out to two N's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, the other... Okay, before we even dive into that, uh, what else happened? Well,
2: um, we spoke about the the cleaning product, which was... Yes.
1: Which was the The, the Ghanaian scammers. People died of the cleaning product then, too. Did you see the Ghanaian scammers? I saw the clip. Just... I saw the Boom. clip. Okay, so we'll get into that clip? as well. Yeah. Right, yeah, we'll get into that later. Um, okay. Did you watch the last episode of Insecure? I did. We're going to get into that. Kanye is now a billionaire. Shout out to Kanye! Congrats
2: to Kanye! Congrats to the West and the Kardashian family and all. Yeah,
1: we don't have to dive into that, but we just want to mention (laughs) it. Uh, Nigeria has a new curfew, which is fun, I guess. (sighs) I
2: guess. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, yeah. Definitely fun. Sure.
1: The tweets that I've seen just about the curfew are so so funny. (laughs) Like, Nigerians are very funny. Laugh to keep from crying, Sha. Mm. Um, uh, And yeah, there's another topic that uh, we definitely want to lead the episode with. Um, We've recently become aware, alongside many of our listeners, that there are some American and African influencers who have been accused of creating unsafe spaces for women on and off the timeline. Uh Bao and I have seen quite a few accusations spanning from general creepiness all the way to sexual assaults and rape and Absolutely. just to to see that these things have hit the timeline um and and um not being aware that even some women that you know Bao and I are, are cool with or have met or whatever have been dealing with these things privately for uh, some time um made me sick personally um and I just wanted it to be clear that we stand with all of these women who've come forward and who have been brave enough to share their experiences. And we also urge all of the men listening to do better. Just generally, like generally do better. Um, be more responsible with your engagements with women. And also you, you are now being charged with proactively holding the men around you accountable for nasty behavior, especially if you witness the nasty behavior, like do not expect for someone else to do it for you or someone else to, um, to, to, to um, step in where you have the opportunity to hold your people accountable. Um, So I think that um, it's, it's just been a wild 48 hours, man. Every time I refresh, refresh the timeline, I see, someone else um that uh you would never think that these people are behaving this way privately off the timeline. Yeah um, it's just it's wild man. I I don't even know where to start to be
2: honest with you. Obviously uh we found out through the timeline what was going on because mm. like it's news so to us all. Um and one thing I'm big on is just you know everybody being comfortable in whatever space it, it is they're in. So absolutely, um, man or woman. But it's absolutely sad to see to see or read the experiences this woman this woman have had. You know with the, yeah. with these two men so far. Because who knows? By the time this is posted, there might be even more. Because it feels like women are you know braving the storm and just actually stepping up and dealing with the repercussions or the shame or, you know, that weird group of people that always come out and try to like point fingers at women just speaking on their experience. So I'm happy they're doing it. I hope, you know, more comes of this. I hope we get to get people out of here that you know, just mean predators with whatever influence they have, whatever position of power, whatever it is they have over that they think they have anyway to try to influence women or coerce women because I know the word of the week hasn't coercion
1: um yeah I think um into these acts yeah we've we've I mean both of us have been in various conversations in the last 48 hours with people and we've had these conversations kind of expanding on the complexities of everything involved with with what we're discussing um I personally believe that Men need to do better at holding their people account- uh, accountable for for their uh, um, their negative interactions with women and not making them feel secure, no matter the um, the opportunity. And you know, we all go to parties, we all you know hang out, we all get lit, and we all do these things. But I also still think that it's it's not an excuse to say, "Oh, I," you know, that's just how this person is we've 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 all witnessed um wild behavior and because nobody else said anything a lot of people have just excused the behavior um some of us have stopped going to some of these events because they didn't want to be around some of these people and all of that is understood but i do think that there needs to be more to um make it clear that uh there needs to be more discussions about how to um Make people that are in these spaces more accountable for their actions, and also educate everyone on both sides, on all sides, um, how to properly conduct themselves and how to make um, or not make anyone feel insecure um, about being with anyone. Um, I mean, we. I mean, I know for a fact that Bow and I were raised to respect everyone regardless of their gender. And I think that a lot of people get caught up with whether it's clout or just being popular, being known, and they misuse their power. Regardless of how you know us, like, we're always doing what we can to make sure that our reputations are consistent across the board, right? Right. So I think that more people need to be um, cognizant of those things and just be, just don't be a shitty person. That's...
2: That's the biggest thing, clout or not.
1: You could be very popular, not popular. You you
2: have two people you're following that follow you back, or a million people. Like obviously, certain things start before clout, or like just having, you know, the the what's it called, the light on you. Um, but mm. these conversations have to happen. We have to have conversations with the women in our lives and with the men in our lives. Hold these people accountable. And if anybody I know is listening to this, if at any point I will stand with a woman that's been attacked, abused or victimized any day before any of my mandoms, like it'd be a shame. I don't see any of that in my circle and I hope there isn't. If there's anything, you know, you know me there and I know you, the conversation will be had. You know, I I think it's a learning experience. Unfortunately, certain things have to happen for the culture to move forward. But I'm happy mm. to see, for the most part, the feedback I've seen, the people I follow, have you know, I've been comfortable calling these people out, and I hope I hope we get there as as a community where we can have the tough conversations and we could also bring these things to light, so people like this don't have that power to use against you know women or those looking for an opportunity to grow in media in whatever space they're in because um, yeah. the second um second opp- um second story going on right now is speaking on the entertainment sphere so and how people are leveraging positioning and in, um different different brands and just introducing people or just getting interviews and things like that with you know sexual mm-hmm. acts so um We have to to speak on it and we have to back them up so they don't just,
1: this just doesn't fall by the wayside. Yeah, so that being said, you know, Noah Holler definitely stands with women first. Men do better at listening to women. If a woman has confided in you or has felt safe enough to come to you and express that she feels uncomfortable, that is not the place for your ego to shine and you disregard their concerns. That is a, a moment where you can educate yourself on how to properly um, engage with anyone of the opposite sex. Um, And I just think that um, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because, man, (laughs) there's just, yo, I'm telling you, there's men that never, ever consider the fact that they'll ever have to be accountable for that behavior. And this is regardless of the industry. I mean, we both work with entertainers and talent and so forth many (laughs) of us haven't seen it directly and if we have ever seen anything out of line we've always called it out
2: yeah Um, definitely and also respecting the women's time and whatever she wants to come out so you
1: know you speak to women yeah like yo the the fact that i'm looking on the timeline and there's men like how come she chose to say something now that shit is so whack bro like what if she didn't feel comfortable enough to express herself because she's dealt this is not the first or second or third or fourth time she's dealt with a traumatic experience. Oh, well, how about
2: and, the fact that you're uh, what about why is she choosing to speak now and proving the point that she she, you know, she, of why she didn't feel comfortable speaking before. Yeah, don't, look, don't I've been seeing
1: it so, now. Yo, it's the wildest stuff and and it's and it's people that I would never expect that oh, are negating that are negating these women's experiences and I'm like, look, we are not saying that you know, we're not saying that there isn't a chance that an accusation can eventually turn out to be untrue. But until there's facts, let's just presume that the people that are coming forward with their with their stories are telling are sharing the truth and then work back. But if there's 40, 40, 50, 60, 70 women that are having the same experience with said dude... I mean, come on, man. Like it's, 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 it's nasty. It's nasty. And I think that, um, I would hate to feel like all of us collectively as men have failed the women around us because I have women in my family that, you know, that I care about. You know what I'm saying like my mother, my father definitely raised me to respect women. And most of the lessons that I've learned in life that I've that have saved me and have taught me how to be a man have come from women. So I always, I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast multiple times, so there's no need for me to go in in depth about it. But um, it just saddens me that a lot of peers, and I don't use the term friend lightly, I never do, a lot of associates and peers that, you know, we've learned, you know, we've been acquainted with throughout the years, to see them being uh, exposed for the nastiness, is, is is disheartening man it's just like you never know and that's why also when we talk about co-signing people like very scary
2: like yo, it makes me not want to have any adult friends like whatever I have now just close the door dog like, especially
1: especially in African culture bro like very community based we get it but when I used to tell people like look I uh, I'm open to having a conversation with said individual that I don't know but that just because we had a, a a business conversation or we linked up in person at a party or whatever, that doesn't make us friends. Like we we may be associates because of the industry that we share or the the need the ex- the business exchange that is that is that is uh desired from one party to the other or whatever the case. But regardless, that doesn't make you know what I mean. If you're a client or a prospective client that doesn't make you my friend if we meet through a mutual and we vibe whatever that still doesn't make you my friend you know what i mean like i don't use that term friend lightly and i think that it's not something that i can say for a lot of my peers i think a lot of my peers a lot of my associates think that they're actually friends with people that they're really associates with and um people need to do better at vetting their actual friends because it's it's sad to see that the people that are kind of being outed for the nasty behavior a lot of their friends are saying they didn't know they they you know they weren't aware and you know that's going to be a, a a challenging a challenging um point to prove because like if you're claiming someone is your friend, your close friend like
2: how I'm going to say this how, right like you know? I'm going to say this like I find it hard I'm sorry cuz We've made contact with some of the friends of, you know, the accused. But yes. I find it hard to believe that you're zero percent, like you're completely innocent of the fact that this man has done things that would basically be red flags. I we think- all,
1: we've all been at events with him and we've known that he's a wild, a wild dude. And, and, and knowing that, I was never close enough, personally, I'm speaking for myself, yeah. I've never been close enough to actually see him assault coerce, right, violate right, right. anyone definitely, definitely you know what i'm saying but, my, but like by, we've seen my videos thing. and we've seen things tunae, on the timeline this is my Three thing
2: so now if i bring a female if you bring a female around me or bring a woman around me let me be specific you bring a mm-hmm. woman around me and i am extra with the woman or i'm nice with the woman whatever it is you're going to get feedback yeah you know what i'm saying oh this guy you met is cool this guy you met is extra. Like, what, whoever you introduced me to is extra. He's cool. He's aggressive. Whatever. Some kind of feedback when you chop it up. I've met female friends of yours, you know? And I'm sure mm. they've said, okay, ba was this, ba was that. And you've met female friends of mine. It's so like we've hung out multiple times where it's like, oh, he's cool. Like, an example would be Tolu. I'm sure Tolu has said something. Oh, ba was cool. Bower's not. Whatever it is. Yeah. Like There would be an energy if there's something very aggressive. If there's an aggressive energy from me. So the people around have to take some kind of, they have to take some kind of responsibility. Yes, you don't have to be there with the person 24-7 to know that. Like, I feel like if you hang around with somebody, your circles mix, like things swirl around where you're like, okay, let me go talk to this person or yo, chill a little bit or relax. This is the third time somebody has said something like this, you know? Because mm. And it's not just hanging out. These people make money together. So it's just, I think, it's a learning experience for us all where we really have to hold each other accountable. We have to grow through each other, and obviously they are in business, you know it affects their mm-hmm. big, yeah. big brand but this this is something i I fail to believe like it's hard for me to hundred percent believe that. Nothing like this person I introduced you to last week or this girl didn't tell me this or you know like you can say okay this person is a little okay you're a little crazy but the signs should be there where you can say I have spoken to this person before but I didn't know how bad it was you know
1: mm. yeah well uh, I think we've definitely addressed the issue and I, I hope that all the women who have come out and expressed themselves I hope that they find peace and i hope that the people that they've accused are held accountable and i think that again i will reinforce that we believe that men need to do better at making women feel safe and it starts with us and however it, it happens it's definitely on society to 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 move forward to make it easier for women that are experiencing these you know these violations on their safety um, to be able to come forward and actually have their accusers to be held accountable. Yeah. Um, and I, I, that's, that's the thing that, that is definitely something of a challenge that I see. But anyway, Shah. Um, so let's see. What else? Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump having people drink cleaning products and suggesting that people ingest cleaning products or use UV light to get rid of the corona. Man. How do you feel about this, Lord Vowell? Take it away. <laughs> uh, so you're president, basically. <laughs> <laughs> not, not my president. I'm a, resident, I'm a resident of Togo. Remember? Oh, well, what's I'm a pre- t-
2: You have seven seconds. What's the president of Togo? Who's the president of Togo? Uh, do you One know who the pre- six, pre- two, You know who the president six, of Togo is? Three, four, five,
1: six, seven. Nope. Guy, hold on. I had to put. I had to. I had to. I had to put my French glasses on. I have to put my phone.
2: <laughs> say his name. Say his name. Hashtag say his name.
1: Say whose name? Oh.
2: Anyway, we're going to move on and you get your. I can't pronounce word. his name.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is he? Lord, um What's it called from Harry Potter? It's, it's like
1: Nasimbe. Hey, hey. Hey. My the brother. It's like dog. It's like G and. A bunch of letters, but I don't know how to pronounce his name. But I know who I know the name, I just can't pronounce it. Got
2: you. So, but that's your that's, president, that's who you're claiming. Oh,
1: yo, you know, look, I, I need to get better. you not at my even French. claiming
2: Ghana no more.
1: No, 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 dog. After ha, 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 <laughs> ha,
2: ha you don't know.
1: Ha, ha. After it became clear, they were moving, moving much.
2: Yay. Well, let I'm me sure. actually
1: be, let me actually be, I'm be getting, careful because I'm getting I in, to, in the street, so I, it's cool. Um, it's it's a saying yeah, I get it I need me? to make sure That my My uh, my food deliveries Are still good In these Ghanaian <laughs> yeah, streets so, so let me not Let me not Disparage against, my Ghanaian brothers and sisters. I
2: get some expired Peanut butter no no,
1: no, 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 no I don't want any Expired watching yes. we are good. Yeah. So um, watching
2: your Watching your words
1: um, You know what it is I think that Me being Togolese mm, Has very much Helped me To be able to You know Still stay within The West African caucus that, Which is something You able- want you know, and be able to have an unbiased opinion about all of my brothers and sisters, mm. including including the Nigerians. Oh, the
2: Nigerians, because you're yeah, an, yeah. The, the Anglophones all over the place.
1: I, I, you know, there are about people in Togo now.
2: Oh no, I know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I we got to we got a rep. Okay. Let's not even talk about how we drove through Togo to get to Ghana.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh you have? To. You have to. I've, yeah, we've had to do that. I've seen more of your brothers in Togo. <laughs> But, um, what's it called? Yeah, yeah, your president speaking on that was crazy.
1: <laughs> you um, keep saying your president is the funniest shit ever.
2: He, it was wild because he said it and everyone was like, er? and then he came <laughs> back the next day was like, I was being sarcastic. Yeah, a little wild. Nah, right? he was, he
1: was nah, he was that no, so he, serious. He was so serious. He was so serious that Lysol and a whole bunch of other cleaning products basically went on the timeline to condemn him. Isn't that crazy? When, when a cleaning product has to go on their own social media platforms and be like look the leader of this first world country definitely was wilding when he said that you could drink our products bro like it's not the truth you know how nuts it has like you know how high of a chain of command that 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 has to come from to be that public yeah like uh,
2: we we just gonna do it. Like for, we just gonna tell the president. It. <laughs> you sure, sir? We're gonna tell the president. I'm, I, what's protocol? We've never done this before. We've never told the president, "Hey, bro, stop telling people to take our products." <laughs> like, like where, where in the interview did you go over that? Like, are you comfortable <laughs> with telling the leader of the nation to relax? It's it's, it's absolutely sad. But he said it, and then he tried to fall back on and say it was being sarcastic. I don't get the joke. But hey. You know, your president does as he pleases. He was going through the UV lights and then he was going through the cleaning <laughs> products and saying... Wow, I'm to throw
1: my phone through the Bronx until <laughs> it lands on your head. Wow, big threats. Big threats. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot keep corona, calling him.
2: Is this what Corona has done to you,
1: my brother? I'm just saying, you can't keep calling him my president. He's not my president, guy. passport. Ah, who's until ah.
2: otherwise...
1: We have discussed this. Yeah. It's all good. So we've addressed uh, that. Pres- what is oh. next on the list? Keep playing. It. I'm gonna keep addressing your president that was and We're gonna get there. Don't worry.
2: No, nah, no, nah, he's not on the topic. Oh, cool. He's not on this topic.
1: Ah, your pres, your president that uh, decided to institute a new curfew.
2: Wow, that's what you know. So yeah, one of the reasons we pushed the episodes to today that uh, well, one well the reason I'm happy with this episode today is that as a beehive member we got a new song you this know is true. This we is got we shot. got the we got the new remix from um, Beyonce and Megan D Stallion <laughs> Houston's finest it was oh, all really beautiful man. and if you look in the cover there's a picture of a, of a bee's nest like a hive so um mm. that's definitely shout out to every Beyonce fan, obviously, because we're lit, you know. You know what I was thinking when the song came out? I was what? like, I really don't have anything yellow and black. I think I should get a black Agbada with yellow trimmings.
1: Hey, so you want to be initiated. No well down.
2: You know, I'm down. I told you. I saw Beyonce live <laughs> and it changed my life. Okay. You know, so I I can't. I can't wait.
1: You you can't <laughs> you can't so
2: can't wait no
1: more <laughs> you can't wait fam so yeah. um it, it, which which country are you from again you just you just be just choosing new country anyhow every time we decide to wow. change topic
2: wow in the words of the great artist I don't know which which name should I should I address him as Moevef <laughs> or should I address him as what's the second Yas yeah, yeah. Yasin Same Day. Uh, I Yassin, put some respect on his name. That's another hive right there. Yeah, Saint Bay hive.
1: He didn't. He didn't get a whole approval from Beyonce to be able to use Bay for you to now just forget it. Facts.
2: And he said he's a citizen. I think he he has the passport, it's like a citizen of the world passport.
1: He, uh, uh, see, they're looking for you because we mentioned on Beyonce. Because <laughs> I'm classy, bougie, it.
2: You have yeah. to play that. But no, it's it's dope. We're very excited for Megan the Stallion. I know the contract, Wahala, was one of the big things of the, to start the year, but I feel like she's gonna bounce back. Hopefully she can get yeah. out enough um content not content but works of music, EPs, albums to get out of that contract or legally find a way around it. Um and you know, do her thing. I feel like there's potential there. Um uh, mm. she finds a way to just be genuine and keep people interested. Obviously she is fine as all outdoors, so we're very happy for her.
1: Yes, yes, we are very happy. We're for sure I'm oh absolutely i th- I think that uh given all of the different comparisons that we've been seeing on and offline between her, cardi, Niki, et etc, all the other um rappers that represent the the female collective. Uh, it's really exciting to see Megan get the future that she's dreamed of, right? I I think the critique that I'm seeing now that this is out is they're wondering whether the whole thing with her contract dispute was Fixed? a PR, yeah, like a PR thing that was setting, um, setting everyone up, one up for this. Whether it's true or not, we'll never know. Right. But, well,
2: uh, yeah, it's so hard trusting people in entertainment, so we know. just don't. Because it just life makes life easier because everything is, you know, everything is content. Everything is a story. Everything pushes the narrative, you know? So it's hard. It's
1: hard to figure this, figure this out. Yeah. I'm just happy, the, uh, you know, th- the best rapper alive is Beyonce. So it is what it is. Yeah. Beyonce's yeah. rapping better than a lot of dudes out here. So
2: Yeah. She's made this. She's made this reference before. And nobody questioned it. So, hey.
1: You know, until somebody
2: of- until somebody takes the title from her, it is what it
1: is. It is she, what it she, is. Also, she also shouted out OnlyFans in the record. Yes, she did. Which I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of people on the timeline that are...
2: I'm, I think it's dope. I think OnlyFans is... Um, n- nobody forces you on there, I hope. I'm sure there's situations like <laughs> that can happen, <laughs> you know? But nobody forces you on there for the most part. For the um, most part. You're making your money... Obviously, the the platform itself has to make its money, but you're making your money doing things you want to do, right? Because I Mm -hmm. feel like there are no exact rules to OnlyFans. Mm
3: -hmm. You can
2: be out there reading a book. You can be out there turning Gary. Mm. Which is something I'm, you know, what I mean, like I
1: was I can turn guys. Yeah, you could, you could be out here taking, you know, one currency and flipping it into another currency. Right, you know, there's a lot of things. There's that happen.
2: many things that can entertain people, and they'd be willing to pay to see. You
1: know, you know what I'm so, saying. So
2: um, I think I like OnlyFans You know, I personally, I don't. I've never typed. Ba-o
1: said that. See, I've I just never wanted everyone yeah, to be that.
2: I'm down. Ba-o, I'm down with know. people
1: getting their money, whichever way. Like, I like it. We check your bank statements. Are we going to see some OnlyFans. Payments N- that's one day. thing.
2: I have <laughs> never typed the word O-N-L-Y-F-A-N-S. <laughs> like never, never dot <laughs> com or an app. I don't even know how it works. <laughs> A fun fact. If I say the fun fact, people are not going to believe me. So I'm not even going to say it. Don't say it. Yeah, you know, you know where this is
1: going. I it's think. fine, it's fine. Yeah, but so... since but since we're, since we're on the topic of uh nope <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Uh no, so it's up you... to you. Does that only <laughs> fan so you want to talk? Uh, uh have you seen uh there was a video that was floating around where um a bunch of Ghanaian scammers were oh the, that's justif- that's fine, they were justifying that's no 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 they were they were justifying scamming Americans because, and the the reason why they were saying that it's justified to scam Americans or anyone that's, you know, outside of Africa is because of slavery and Mm. the fact that they haven't had reparations for Mm. slavery. Mm. And I think in watching that clip, I think it really helped me understand um, the dynamics between the privilege that is perceived by You know, those that don't live in the West and also the disparity between their mindset and the mindset of the Africans that leave Africa and end up in the West, whether it's Europe or whether it's in the United States or whether it's in Canada or whatever the case is. Because most of the people that leave their native home country on the continent, when they leave, they usually come with nothing, right? so the the assumption that everyone outside of the continent is justified to have to have funds stolen from them because of the effects of slavery and whatnot i think that's a little uh it's unfortunate because there's a bunch of casualties that like yeah, they're going to do it they're not... going to do it because they they feel like those outside of the continent deserve it because of all the, the the effects of slavery and those that are actually descended from the continent but live outside the continent are just like yo why are these people scamming people you know what i mean like we're all hustling so why are they taking my hard-earned money by you know clicking a button across the atlantic ocean or wherever the fuck they are so it's a wild it's a wild conversation to have man but it, it helped me put things into perspective because i never could understand aside from greed and etc it it's nice to have like a point of view from that side that actually
2: it's like oh i never thought about it like that i don't believe none of the motherfuckers but (laughs) more power to them like nothing (laughs) is black and white yes so um jokingly when i heard it i was like huh Mm-hmm. You know how
1: to be like the two sides to the story So I'm like, I want to hear that Yeah, wanna... that's how I feel I'm not justifying it I think it's so trash No,
2: yeah, I'm, no. I want to hear the other side of the story Where they tell us why they shouldn't scam them like, <laughs> Kofi, why, why not so where? Kofi, why must Kofi you... has told me why he wants to scam you Madam, why should Kofi <laughs> not scam you? What? Give what? Kofi a <laughs> Wait, that's how I saw it I was like, hey Kofi, huh,
1: you're making a point here when I came to this country, I was double mopping. Right. You know, right. I didn't we really suffer. have work. We suffer, I didn't yeah. really have work. You know, I was delivering pizza. And then I, you know. And calling I, you I African to, booty scratcher. No, oh yeah, they God. were just calling me all type of nonsense name. And then, you know, I was doing double mopping. I was doing overnight shift. Mm-hmm. I, became not, I became a CNA. And then, you know, I went to school. I knew somebody that recommended me to go to school. Yeah. And then I got my RN. And now I'm an RN, yeah. you know. I don't. I don't remember what level is above RN. Well, no, it's that. LPN then RN. Oh, thank you, um, LPN. You see, yo, see when you have any any sort of African, African you know what it is, aunties. Like African things, kids
2: know the hospital as much. as Just uh,
1: <laughs> just stop being directed. They just know all
2: the position: uh, the HHA, the CNA, the ones, the,
1: the ones that babysat themselves because their their aunts or their their mothers were doing a overnight shift. Exactly mundo.
2: Mm. Nah, I'm not um I'm not mad at it. Like I feel like if Ghanaians have to do their thing to turn their noodles into pasta, then they should do (laughs) (laughs) The money turned my noodles into pasta. Well done. Um, I feel like no 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 obviously we're against crimes being committed. I just um wanna hear the other side of the story and then I can make a decision. I'm ignorant to both sides. But the the scammers have spoken, and the scammys should come and speak on why. We should
1: play the. Cl- we should actually play the clip because you have, have the, the clip. clip? So. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's purely business and taking what's owed to them.
0: The white people they came down here to colonize us, Two what belongs to us. They sent our great great grandfathers. They treated them, treated them like slaves. You understand? they did a lot of harm to them, you understand? So they've done us bad before
1: and we think it's time to pay them back. All right, so yeah, that was the clip. Um Whether, <laughs> Man's, whether, Man's peop- was whether very people want to believe it. Man was strong. <laughs> he was strong on his feelings. Yeah, man. Um, So that's that. Um What's it called? What else?
2: Oh, I have to tell you a story, bro
1: okay I find let's definitely I, let's get into the story do you have the commercial
2: operation. yeah I went, let's do the yeah, commercial yeah, first we gotta,
1: we, yeah we gotta we gotta the ad funds you know what I'm saying the cash monies our as, as sponsors our as sponsors have to say some things yeah. you know what I'm that's saying that's crazy
2: how you talk Togolese accent sounds in, but I, we will not talk
1: that that's yo you see that's you why you violating my dog.
2: bad dogs Violates. my
1: bad I'm trying I'm trying to you know what I'm saying I'm trying to eat my kinky and peace I'm trying to
2: get the money faster <laughs> That sounded that sounded South African. Anyway, to the commercial. Oh,
1: let's not even go there. All right, (laughs) I actually have to tell you something (laughs) about that, but it's fine. All right, we'll be right back. All right, y'all, we're back. Um, We had a great little break where we were talking about. Certain uh, individuals <laughs> that are a bit insecure, Ooh, which leads us
2: transit. to our next topic. Yeah. yeah, after the insecure, I'll tell my story because that was a good transition.
1: Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro.
2: So, um, yeah, the last episode of Insecure, mm. um, you predicted things a bit. You said, you know the lines are opening up for um, Lawrence and Issa. With him popping up, you know, and obviously he didn't get there this episode. I feel like next episode is going to be very spicy. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, after Thanksgiving, we we're getting into the Christmas holiday setting, so we'll see um, how that works. Um, Dog,
1: there were so many things that happened in that episode. In the, it was, it was, the most recent episode, it was a
2: very one of the more interesting episodes for me because, like you said, they they separated the characters and. Things were happening in all their spaces. Well, yeah, because Issa was with her brother. Molly was with her fam. Kelly and um, I never remember her name. Amanda Seale's character was, um, we're, were together, right? Mm. Yeah, because they were playing each other's Insta story. And um Lawrence was with um, Condoleezza Aros. So that was cool. So yeah, you want to speak um, on? I feel like we're speaking on hives, so we have to start with Lawrence Hive, and um, I gotta ask: Are you still? Are you still waving the flag, or do you feel like Condoleezza affected how you see Lawrence?
1: I've definitely rescinded my membership in Lawrence Hive. Yeah. I, wow. I believe I believe that um, a lot of us men's who were supportive of the Lawrence Hives ever since even season two, as early as season two, I think, uh, you know, I think we chose, a, you know, it was a false flag. I think we, uh, we believe in the wrong Messiah okay. and he, he didn't, he didn't lead us to the promised land. Uh, not even Chad, bro. I think Chad is kind Chad is kind of, he has some toxic, uh,
2: residue. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's who he is though. He's, He's probably yeah, him. Yeah, nah.
1: I, th- I, think we're we're overlooking uh, a clear example of Yoruba sainthood, mm. um, who's been right under our noses uh, from the beginning. Bring it home, and I think I think Daniel. I think Daniel is is the the person that has aligned mm. the most with um with with the uh, you know the the energy that uh I
2: I the vision you could you know, get behind.
1: Yeah. He's, you know, he's, he's a champion of the same, you know, similar morals and beliefs, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and not to say that Daniel's perfect. He's definitely done some fuck boy shit. And, uh, I think all males, uh, have the potential to exhibit fuck boy shit. It doesn't make them, um, perfect or imperfect. It's just Daniel is more aligned with respectful behavior, um, non fuck boy tendencies I, I i'm disappointed in so many things lawrence did in that episode dog it's just, like
2: bothers you so
1: oh uh, like we should have never given up we should have never given up on daniel also the the was the first thing that i saw in that episode that pissed me off that lawrence did invited he invited himself to oh, that thanksgiving was
2: so low. That, was so low. that was um to me that was the <laughs> You know, a, a player is allowed to slip. So, him kept getting his feelings throughout the episode, I'm not overly mad at that. Um, because, you know, we slip once in a blue. You know, unfortunately, he's, it's just, it's like a mudslide with your boy. Like, but, inviting somebody, inviting yourself over to Thanksgiving is insane.
1: Yeah, that's insane. It's insane. Uh. Like, you
2: need the full blown, per- like, it shouldn't even be asked. It's like it was it was just
1: yeah. sad i I, th- I feel like something like uh a holiday okay so holidays and birthdays and shit like that like in my family big deals me personally eh like they were big deals to me when i lived with my parents but as i've kind of been out the house for a good chunk of my career um holidays have only really meant much to me when my family initiated certain things right um I don't think I've ever seen myself in a position where if someone didn't invite me to their thing, I would invite myself. And I, I don't even, so. I, I feel like you're the same.
2: Today, that's absolutely just... sad. There's a rice at home. I'm okay. Lawrence yeah, there's rice. Lawrence doesn't have rice at home. Lawrence is the classic case of not having rice at home.
1: There's rice, there's yash at home. Why would I go outside and force myself mm-hmm. to
2: be in the mix of things? Small rice, That's you garnish would... it, you put some color, put some Ga- curry. garnish throw some vegetables on top, put some more chicken on it. That's a meal right yeah, there.
1: Yeah. I just don't understand how, you know, someone with an air fryer not position himself to invest. So, yeah, This is crazy. Th-
2: This is, fellas, invest in some kitchen utensils, some kitchen gadgets, some kitchen, oh. like, fam.
1: Get a cookbook and you won't be thirsty enough YouTube. to invite yourself to a YouTube. Thanksgiving you didn't need to be out.
2: YouTube, put small dollars, YouTube bread. no commercials. Straight up. You watch it from beginning <laughs> to end. <hand>. Stop <laughs> embarrassing yourself by by begging for food cuz babies we talking about it i post the food he's wild oh, like i can dr- i'm a fat boy i'll joke around but i am not showing up in no one's house for no food i cook
1: straight like,
2: up like please <laughs> straight up please invest in some kitchen some kitchen devices so you are not here Lawrence in it up <laughs>
1: kitchen devices ah, it was <laughs> yeah shameful. Lawrence, a- Lawrence it
2: was, a man was like can i
1: can i come <laughs> Yeah. I couldn't
2: imagine. to ask if I could come to a night. The first response is, like, "Oh, what?"
1: Yeah. Uh, I also think that um, while Daniel is definitely more of a character that I could stand behind. I'm still. I'm sorry. Uh, because... Oh,
2: by the way, I didn't. I'm still in the hobby. By the way.
1: Yeah, one, Lawrence, one, yeah, one actually, foot you out. Know. One
2: foot in. One foot out.
1: We get it. We get it. You know, you like toxic toxic energy uh, and entertaining uh, your exes and things like that. Uh, I get it. Okay. Um, but but no, it's, okay. it's fine. I get it. <laughs> you know, we know we have to we have to uplift our brethren. Jeez. Even when they're in the trenches, there's still hope for you. We can still pull you to Daniel High. Don't worry, I'll give it at least one more episode exactly. before we pull you. Before we pull you all the way. Um, but what I was going to say is it reminds me of how Isa treated Daniel after he realized that Lawrence was still in the picture because remember he I don't think he knew that she was still dating Lawrence when they hooked up when they until the, after the fact the
2: studio smashing session.
1: Correct. So and then when she said that Daniel was just an itch she needed to scratch yo bruh. that just rips, rips ripped ripped your soul out of your chest. That's,
2: Can you imagine? That's crazy. I'm I'm not a heightist. And Daniel showed it in Issa,
1: right? we're not going to I'm sorry why are you calling him Ghanaian well, that's I'm not no, nice I'm not
2: even going to, I'm Ghanaian in the streets now I told you we've already first of all but
1: my Bauer, there's thing. no one there's no one in the universe that's going to look at you there can only be one tall Ghanaian and that's Abdul and you know <laughs> that so <laughs>
2: well this guy's tall too
1: who's this Manny's guy
2: tall as well
1: oh yeah Manny's Manny's uh, man, tall, you know, tall I thought my yeah Manny's a decent height you know it's interesting we have to like start a database of talking <laughs> <guys. laughs> <laughs> I know some people cool said that <laughs> Bao said it not me I don't want anybody to I, try and fight me like ladies, the day we did the Jalof ladies the Jaloz, and gentlemen
2: uh, I am championship. I am team Ghana I am the st- black star in the flag
1: Wow, you're not getting a free room at the Movin Pig. I know, it's happening. Give it it's happening. up. It's happening, it's happening, bro. Give it up. They're
2: cutting the key right now.
1: They don't respect <laughs> you, <laughs> They're cutting fam. the key, bro. It's not going to work. Coolie, coolie okay, work. Okay,
2: when you get a call from a 233 number. 233? <laughs> <laughs> <Plus
1: 233. laughs> you have a call from Bawo.
2: Hey, today I. Okay. If it seems, like, ho, oh, if challenge, ho, ho, when did you get in? Yeah. <laughs> nah, we're gonna, we gonna get there. But no, it would bother me. Like, I, I'm, oh. I know, to, I'll say this, right? I'm one of those people, like, it does not, I don't lose sleep if my partner's cheating on me or not cheating on me. I do my part, and we're just gonna live this life as best. As long as nobody carries any disease to me, I do not, like, I'm not gonna date someone I think is gonna cheat on me. And when Same. I'm dating somebody that I think isn't cheating on me,
1: I don't lose sleep over it. Like whatever. Stop but, dating people that you think. Yeah, might like
2: you. don't date somebody you have to curb, and hold down, Straight and up. not let go out. And yeah, so I don't lose sleep over that. But if it happens, if it's like this is him and it's some guy shorter than me, it'll, it'll disturb me for some days. I would not. A couple of days. <laughs> a couple of days. I'll be off. Be off. <laughs> So I just, uh, I just, yeah. I just thought I if, la- if your if your
1: lady cheats, if your lady, if you're above six feet and your lady cheats on you with someone that's under five five, you like you have to fight. Yeah, everybody.
2: no, it's just it's 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 it would bother me. I wouldn't lie to you. Yeah. I, I'm being vulnerable here, guys. Uh, it would bother me. It yeah. would. Bo- I wouldn't. You know, yeah. the the soup one tastes the same. The rice, I'll probably overcook the rice, it'll be mad soft, you know, like it'll be burnt on the bottom. <laughs>
1: you have to you have to do like small petty things in order to like address the situation. Yeah, like you know, right. like unplug the unplug the Wi-Fi. Easy, you know easy. You know, they never know what too the much, fuck the Wi-Fi shit does. Too much
2: water in the iron, so when she bends it over, it spills, you know.
1: See, but that's see, that's a little dangerous because if the if the water's hot. That's- oh, you're talking about the the actual, the where you put the water Yeah, in? yeah
2: the person Oh, yeah. yeah, it's all, yeah it's so it overflows. Cold, so so it overflows. Yeah, yeah, of, you know, little things here yeah. and there before we have yeah, like a yeah, full yeah. conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or like, um, you know, like the... the the like uh, I'm trying to explain this the right way. There's not the Ziploc bags, but you know, like the bags of uh, reclosable bags, yes. like of whatever, you know, like the ones you can't see through, mm-hmm. just like empty it and then put it back so they think they have whatever. Right, right. We they have go. to. They're, they're, they're cooking and they're, they grab that thing thinking, oh, there's stuff in something, there. There's
2: nothing in there. there's nothing in there. Something, something. in there. More stew you know. in the butter container. You know, we have to shake things up a little
1: bit before we get back. Leave, leaving leaving empty milk cartons in the fridge. Man, two, bro. Two swings of juices left. Just like little creative things to be a little annoying where it's not like, oh, fuck this guy. But it's always, it's also like... Why did he got to do that? Like, why couldn't he just throw this nah, out? Nah, she got to live with that. She got to mm. live with that for
2: the first couple months. But nah, it's, um... I I get you rocking with Daniel. I 100% get you rocking with Daniel. I'm, you know? I'm still Lawrence for now. And I feel like the writers are just trying to bring Lawrence back to uh, Issa. So we just have to live with this arc a little bit and go with it. But, um...
1: Lawrence just comes off like the type of guy that if he got into an argument with his partner, he would just like rearrange her makeup kit. Like, he just seems like the type of person that, you know, he, he, I just, I just don't see how his, 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 he's not a, he's not a self starter. Mm-hmm. and his his inaction bothers me.
2: No, definitely. Across I hear, the board. I hear that. I hear that. Uh,
1: he's not. He doesn't seem intentional, and as someone that is very intentional in all aspects of my life, watching his character develop on screen has been very frustrating because he's had multiple opportunities, even with Condola. Like, when she asked him um, would he still be with Issa if he didn't find out that she cheated and on him. he had something. What? He had nothing? Bro, if... God forbid you ever put me in a scenario where someone that I'm dating asks me about my ex, one. Who is that? And then, and who is like, she doesn't matter anymore. Secondly, if I'm asked a hypothetical scenario like that, if this person was not caught cheating, would you still be with the person? Uh, Duh, we'd probably still be together. Right. But why would you even ask me that? That's a a question that doesn't need an answer. We stopped
2: dating because this happened. Would you be the he
1: person I like, that one that that was that was just um bruh. It was just a it was a nonsense yeah. question. She's a goat. And Como she he well, should come on. the reason why I still found Lawrence to be a goat at that moment is because he should have immediately rebutted with uh would you still be with your husband if you didn't find out that he cheated on you and you didn't divorce, you know, would you have divorced your husband you otherwise? Because I think she would have gotten how stupid her yeah, question. Yeah, was, I
2: would not. Like, if he would have said that, to no would you have
1: divorced your husband if you didn't find out that he? Not cheated to on no
2: it? damn condolences. Like it bothered me that he dropped that bag like that.
1: Yeah, it's wild. Anyway, Shah, I think it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out in future episodes. Um, I do want to celebrate
2: the fact that we didn't see um, TSA's booty this episode.
1: You are looking for it. No, it's so it been, been bothering
2: it's... me all through. It's been bothering me all through. And um, the image itself has become, like, a part of the show for me for this season. So I was happy <laughs> to not, to get a break from TSA's butt. So that was good. Um, obviously, Molly, Molly's family, you know, they spoke on a few things with um, father, daughter, you know, relationship. Fidelity yeah, her, in the pop's, relationship. her pop's cheating on um, her mom. Choosing, yeah, a, choosing a good woman that the family celebrates, you know. That was spoken on about a little bit. Um, yeah, and also, like, I think picking the right man or woman to bring the family together. Because obviously you see um, Issa and Issa's brother didn't even want to come to Thanksgiving because of a specific guy, didn't even care that he was hurt, you know. So all these little things were there. Like, the family structure was there. It wasn't like that, right? And I'm not into thesis statements about episodes, but it was, it was, it was fun to see them, like, separated separating dealing with their drama outside of their friendship.
1: Boom, well there's that. Yes. Yeah, so, that um, is, let me tell uh, you
2: my um my Walmart story. Talk
1: to me. So, um, what happened at Walmart? This was
2: the first time I actually got to sneeze in public <laughs> since this whole thing has happened. <laughs> so, um, I was in Walmart looking for clippers. Okay. Cuz you know, Everybody looks like a Geico, a caveman commercial right now.
1: Speak for yourself.
2: Oh, oh yeah, you are sneaking to the barber. I forgot about
1: that. My barber is literally downstairs. Literally, out like I walk outside and uh, take a left. I, My barber's right there. I can't there.
2: wait till Cuomo comes for you.
1: He's not going to because we don't snitch up here, okay. so it's fine. I snitch. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm gay. And this two. is why, ladies, you are always in a safe space around us because we no, I'm just kidding. You,
2: your Baba, <laughs> the person cutting before you, the person cutting after you. I'm snitching. I want you guys to We know, don't excuse do not to bad make behavior. around me. Do not make work. Like, women are comfortable. <laughs> whatever. Everybody <laughs> is going. I'm open. Everybody can get I, it. I'm open when it comes to these sentences. Everybody catching the <laughs> sentence. Everybody getting a
0: bid.
1: Bowel is camera on. You get a bid.
0: You get a bid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everybody in this house.
1: Nah. I'm that stitching. So you know that
2: already. Don't come in a crime around me. I've told you I this before. Straight I up. I, this.
1: But I was not with but I was yeah, I mean, literally not, I'm not with, not the with shit.
2: it. I'm not with it. I don't like being in confined spaces. Even this corona quarantine is stressing me out.
1: So, talk to us. What happened at Sam Walton's uh, establishment? Yes.
2: Yes. I was in Walmart in Notbergen, Bergen, New Jersey.
1: Oh, wow. You got money? Yeah.
2: I had to pull up. That's the closest place to the city for me. So, I pulled up, waited in line, had my glove and mask. You know, doing what I had to do. Got in the store. See,
1: more more wealth talk. Yeah, I was able to find a mask out here. Oh yeah, you know yeah. yeah. Shout- oh, let me just shout out my plug real quick. I got I got the PPEs on deck. I have you know to saying? shout out my
2: plug. I have a gentleman whose name I can't necessarily
1: put out there right now until this settles out. Shout shout outs to him and his teeth. Uh huh. He delivers <laughs> the box
2: of gloves and a box of mask to me so I have a good amount to help me. It's not going to waste. And I've
1: asked, so ask I've asked
2: my nurses and friend of the I have friends and family in the hospital scene. So I've also delivered some to them, hand sanitizers, mm. all that. And I have a, fa- a friend whose mom is dealing with some health issues. Since, uh, center and, uh, center N 95. So we've been, we've been taking care of others as we've been taking care of. We tango. Yeah, so, but anyway, I'm pushing this cart, looking for clippers. Um, let me just tell you, the people, they don't even speak English. I didn't even know it was a thing. But I would ask. They don't know what's going on. They're just pointing <laughs> out to places. So, we found... <laughs> so I'm just... And out of nowhere, I smell something. And I have a very sensitive nose. Um, she, thought, she told me, yeah. Wow, cool. Let's it continue. It's fine. So I, I, it triggers something, and I'm about to sneeze. And I've never sneezed. I haven't sneezed in public this whole thing. This whole... From the moment... The U.S. was saying lockdown. I've been holding all my sneeze. It's been indoors only. I've been in my room in a place of in a safe space because that's one of the topics. Mm. And then it just it just I was like, oh shit! Oh, so I started to get a little. I, I was just anxious because I was like, what the hell happens when you sneeze in public now? Because I don't know, you know. It's like an act <laughs> I've yet to commit, so I don't know what the repercussions are. So I'm just holding my card. I'm like trying to like. You know how, like, when the African pastors are praying for people and their heads start bobbing and leaning? So I'm, like, trying to, like, bob and weave the sneeze. And it's mm-hmm. like, and then it just gets to a point where it just passes that threshold where it's just like, what are you going to do now? So, you know, you got to get your, little, your arm ready to sneeze. It. And I sneezed and everybody in Walmart turned around and I was shook. I was legit shook. I thought, I thought you seen the Cuba Gooding Jr. video. I thought they were just gonna walk me out of there and I was just gonna be smiling, like, yeah, I did it. Cause I was that scared. I was like looking left and right, like Mr. Krabs and shit, like, oh my God, what's about to happen? But I'd like to celebrate and thank my God, cause he's the living God. Everybody looked at me, sneezed, and they continued their day. And I'm mm. here. I'm here to tell this tale. But I really thought they were gonna, <laughs> get, me, I thought they were gonna get me out of here. I've ne- I haven't sneezed in public, so I was really, really worried. You know, I don't get to go to barbershops downstairs and like, have social settings so this was one of the biggest social settings for me so um and i survived it i just want to thank the thank my lord and let the people in Noah Halla know that i'm okay
1: we thank god that you are not uh you know did did not tantalize your 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 whole something yes and uh we thank god for your protection that's what i have no, to it say was, it, to it that. was real it was real for the kid that's
2: that's that that's all I had to say. I just had to share that story.
1: Boom! 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 Bong! Bong! Um, Tunde, I know you're not into sports like that, but I uh, yeah. If it's not soccer, I mean, right? If it's not soccer or the Last Dance documentary, <laughs> I really don't care.
2: Oh, shout out to the last we um Last Dance a little bit. I guess we oh. can start with that since you know you could you could Prime tell time. how Prime how you time. care about um Carmen
1: Electra. Was that? Dog. Was that? Pro- was that one of your questions growing up? Just- Primetime television. Uh I I I'm gonna get to the uh, allegation that uh Bobo just threw into the mix. I see what you're doing there and I respect yeah, it. Just question, just the question. Look I don't... They're as a as a young democracy. as a young Connecticut boy that was surrounded mm-hmm. by a bunch of caucasity, was mm-hmm. there an attraction to Carmen Electra before my you know no be- you before I became that. an adult absolutely did i know that she was caucasian even no i thought she was exotic of what you know that all the stereotypes of exotic that we you know we're told that we prefer which is mm-hmm. complete nonsense mm-hmm. um that's what i thought karma Electra was it wasn't until it. i had been exposed to the real world that i realized oh karma lecture is really just Caucasian. <laughs> um, but i also i also had i also stopped i also like just disregarded the fact that she existed because you know i was an adult and i knew that there was more women in the world than what was on tv um, right, but yeah. or what they told us to find attractive. True, and I think a lot of the homies didn't know that Carmen Electra was white. I, I think that a lot of us. No, no, I think learned. I learned. She, she stayed tan,
2: probably, and um. Yeah. A, like a, she, look, she looked like she could have
1: been like She could She looked like she'd have been like Lebanese or Persian of some sort. She did yeah. the tanning thing well.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she just went. I think, I think, um, they there was like back then the definition of curves was so different because we always we look at the video vixens now and we look at the ones we saw in them videos back then, and it's like it's completely different. And um, I, I'm, you know, I don't dabble in certain things, so I just never really thought of her that much but i just thought i'd ask you as a young man in connecticut you know what (laughs) what you were into what what you know got you excited and shit but Mm. um this episode was cool though it was the rodman episode which is probably one of the more interesting one of the more interesting basketball players um that has been in the spotlight when it comes to like just his comfort with his sexuality his manly man personality in the paint you know, um, so it was really cool to hear his side, and I, I just want to applaud Jordan basically because he's given everybody their story and how it makes up Michael Jordan's run. You know, mm. um, so because we we heard the story, we've heard about Pippen, we've heard about Cross, we've heard um, Phil Jackson, and obviously the opponent in um, the Detroit Bad Boys. Um, so it's it's. You know like w- one thing doesn't make a man you know and if you really want to know a man's story sometimes you have to research and see what you know challenges what pitfalls he had what has gone his way what hasn't and how it helped shape him so i think i really really like the concept of the doc you know each mm. episode is just like a different element and yeah it's dope. It's dope. Um, even from a guy we don't get to hear a lot from, it's still dope to hear from him. But it'd be those around him. I don't know. I I think it's very interesting. This episode was cool, though. Obviously, we get to see what what Rodman was into a little bit. You know, behind closed doors, we get to see how things were. Um, yeah, I I've,
1: I've followed a bit of uh, Dennis Rodman's career as an okay. adult just to kind of understand like anything that's confused me as a kid that was in the media I've always taken mental notes I, maybe it's the Virgo in me I've just been like look when I'm old enough I'm going to come back to this and I think that's what happened with Dennis Rodman I've always been uncomfortable at you know Dennis Rodman's presence as a kid I think he was just, he was just jarring uh, visually and so I was always fascinated kind of like as to why he dressed the way he dressed and made outbursts that he made and why he just kind of lived the way he did. So I all, I started researching kind of his background right before. Remember the time that um, that movie came out where he went to North Korea and um, yes. it was a documentary? Boom. Yes. So around yes. that I time. I was going
2: for that transition, but
1: yeah. Yeah. So around that time, I was I was getting more acquainted with what was actually going on. With him, mm-hmm. and like the different things he experienced growing up and the abuse and all this other stuff, so it made sense why um he was acting out in a lot of the ways that he was and and uh you know, I just it's just wow man, the nineties were a different time, bruh were a 90s completely was different time oh definitely what. What was considered
2: flagrant in the '90s is a crime. Like, oh, it's, the it's, man went to Michael the get, Michael Jordan had to fly to Vegas and bring him back. Why, Carmen Electra, your um, your high school crush was hiding behind furniture. It's Yo, I insane. Don't, I don't care what, what you say. You Carmen Electra was fire. Room.
1: Carmen Electra was fire. I mean, well, I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I wouldn't have paid anything to be in uh, that room because I don't believe in paying for those type of experiences personally.
2: I hear you. I hear you. No, I hear you. A hundred percent hear you. I just you know want to know how how much you loved Carmen Electra if you could just you know help our listeners better understand. First of all, Carmen Electra's
1: (laughs) real name is Tara Patrick. Yes,
2: I googled that today. Disgusting.
1: Dog. She is so vanilla. But, you but it, she, she helped prove another point that I made a long time ago. I said, Any you like woman, women that change their names? No, you're ridiculous. Oh. Oh, You're sorry, ridiculous. Sorry, I'm sorry. But I mean, you'd be right. You'd be right if you know, <laughs> you'd be right, except for a few, a few. <laughs> just a couple. Yeah. Just a, oh, a
0: couple. Oh,
1: when we're outside again? Oh, go. Hey, the way. Would... Oh, the way I would just use one hand to just point you oh, like that. Oh shit! Of anger. You got oh, anger. Okay. No, no. I do. It's okay. Uh, so apparently Carmen Electra met Prince when she was younger because she used yeah. to she used to sing. I remember that. Uh and Prince produced her first album before she ever modeled
3: mm-hmm. in play
1: in Playboy, which I didn't know. Y'all and did. um then she did Baywatch and then singled out, and that's how we became acquainted with her because she did things like singled out. Um but she's from Ohio. And I think the, the reason why, um, not the reason why, but what I'll say is it just gives more support to the fact that Prince always had a special attraction to him where he always, no matter what corner of the world these women dwelled in, Prince always attracted the finest culturally ambiguous women in the yeah. universe. Mm. I don't I don't care who we can talk about a list of women that Prince has publicly been associated with. The fact that the majority of people did not know that Carmen Electra started her career with Prince and she's known by most men that are under the age of 40 in the United States is fascinating to me.
2: Yeah, no, I think
1: um, I because the same with Snow Allegra, he had a member, he had a relationship with, and I say relationship loosely. I'm not saying he was yeah, we don't know. We don't. There was a connection between him and Snow Allegra before he passed. No, I'm like,
2: I I think yeah, I think if if Prince feels the need, or if Prince is comfortable with you in his presence, you should put that shit in your resume because Prince does not (laughs) give you shit. Like Prince will kick you off. Stage kick you off tour, tell you no, tell you ain't, you know. I mean, so if Prince sees something in you, put that in your resume. Like, yeah, we
1: we just got to remind ourselves constantly that Prince was the goat.
2: Prince is a legend and a goat and should be treated and respected as such. Um, a musical genius. Like, they're g- musical geniuses, and it's just like there's a whole difference here in which Prince was in. Um, and obviously, he saw potential in a whole lot of people. He was, um, and he reached out. And for the most part, those people, you know, they ran with it, and they made something out of themselves, whether we like whichever path they went to. But Prince, you know, saw something in, in um, Miss, what was her real name again? Mm. Starts with an L. I forgot what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and that that young lady. Well, comment a lecture now, because um, let me respect her name change. She did it for whatever reason she did it.
1: She correct. She, oh, because she did Playboy. Yes.
2: So um, yeah um, that 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 episode was dope, and just you know, again, C. Rodman and also Phil Jackson, obviously someone that has. Stood the test of time with, um, mm. different franchises and different, um, different teams. Um, obviously didn't work out well for him in New York, but still, still a man that gets his, got gotten his rings in different, different, um, he won with the Knicks, he's won with LA, won with Chicago. He's a winner all through. Um... Lastly, sports, more sports talk was the NFL draft. Um, I, I'm not sure. I feel like maybe you should you sing the clips because I feel like they're on the timeline. And obviously, um, social distancing is happening. So they can't necessarily have an event where you have a bunch of people in a room or just multiple people from different backgrounds or different places in the country in a room and mix them up. So they had everybody at home. Recording their reactions if they were to have got drafted or not got drafted. So you got to see these people in their homes, and some people, I heard, were renting homes just to fit. You know, like you know, you don't want if you can't afford a home or you live in a hole in the wall and you don't necessarily want people in your business. A lot of these agents are like getting B and B's and all that just to look good. So that happened, but the craziness was just. The family's reaction and the players' reaction and the family's reaction to the players' reaction. Mm. So it was crazy. We saw um, a mom drag a girlfriend off her son so he could celebrate in peace, and the girlfriend was like sitting on his lap hugging him. Yeah, I'm not going to go into that too much because uh, whole race thing. The um, yeah. black man, white woman. That was that was wild. That was just I just can't even imagine anybody not just giving giving it a break and just getting pulled off somebody when they get drafted. So that was crazy. But whatever their relationship is, more power to them. And yeah, that was we, my favorite. That we saw um, a young lady try to grab a phone, and then the guy grabbed it back, and that caused a whole stir. And then it turns out that she had previously dated um, an NBA – a coming NBA player, and now she's dating him. So that made – you know people were going nuts with that as well mm. but um it was it was a little ugly it was a little ugly but it's still you know we're celebrating all this young men you know hopefully becoming breadwinners and helping their family out putting their family in better situation you know mm. you know and just i it's dope to see people reap you know, what they saw. Like, it's not easy to get drafted the years and years of practice and isolation and sacrifice just to get where they are. So I think that's that's a blessing. But it was just comedic to see how people reacted. Did you see the African parent? Yeah. Uh,
1: I did. <laughs>
2: yeah, he, he was like, in his feelings, raise your hand, let them see. You. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing like an african parent trying to be a event product uh like produce an event uh, raise your hand let them see you come out move move i was like bro we sure. african parents all read the same guide like they all read the same handbook and they all parent the same like it's it's crazy
1: true main true main uh did you see Deion sanders uh Share his feedback on uh, that awkward, uh, the moment during uh, the draft that you just mentioned, where mm-hmm. you know this chick was basically hogging up the time that the mom was supposed to have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it? Was that his girlfriend or? I think it's his girlfriend.
2: I think, you know, because nothing else makes sense that the mom was the one pulling her off, right? Mm. Um, If that's just the friend, then I'm... mm. But I think it's the girlfriend.
1: Mm. Well, I'm going to play the clip because it's it's Deion Sanders talking to one of his sons about what he would do if his son was in the middle of the NFL draft and he was just making it clear that he would have not enabled... Such a scenario to happen if it was one of them. So uh, we're gonna play that real quick.
3: You know, there's a lot transpired in the draft last night, right? Mm-hmm. Like you showed the two uh, little incidents that happened in the draft. He can do that. He's a kid who's very explosive. He'll take that big hit, hold on to the football, uh, knows how to find the open area in that defense, obviously come out of well, they steam to get him the football. So so the Titans get themselves a big tackle, and Isaiah Wilson from Georgia came from Brooklyn, Poly Prep Country Day. He a little no time to adapt to the heat and conditioning in the South playing at Georgia, and now he'll be playing. The second incident is something that my mom and your grandmother would have definitely done it. You snatched it up, let no, know, you know, it ain't going down like that. But on the brink of what all transpired last night, we gotta have order. I'm thinking that I feel like, you know, you and your brother, y'all gonna go in the draft, but we gotta have re- re- rehearsals. We gotta have rehearsals the day before dress rehearsals. We gotta have a seating chart. We got to have teleprompter so you get the words right, you don't mess nothing up, say nothing stupid. But we gotta have some order, man. We can't mess this thing up. See, last night was a disaster for a few families. That's the stuff we caught on camera. There's other stuff that didn't happened there. I promise you, probably about five to seven families set that thing off last night. So we got to have some real structure in this thing. So, Knowing we gonna have rehearsals and we gonna have a script, we gonna have the seating arrangement and everything, you straight, you good with that. Cause how we gonna play this thing, son? Yeah, just hug mama, hug. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm getting hug my, my hug. Brother. I'm getting my hug first. I'm just, I, hey, dog, dog, hey. no dog. Y'all better do a See, double hug, right team now, hug. Right we gonna have to have security over here because if old girl reach for your phone, it, <laughs> you gonna bring her out. We ain't reaching for no phones. We ain't having, uh-uh, no. Uh, Hooks in and out. If your old lady come in and hug you, she got two seconds. Two seconds hug, get out of there. Don't try to steal the show. <laughs> I'm letting you know right now. She got two seconds. Everybody got two seconds, all right? And Junior ain't finna come and try to crash, get eating all the food, the snacks and everything. Nah, Junior gonna be clean. Okay. Head to toe. Just letting you know. So the only thing we got to understand is who goes first Group hug. I, out of the pain, Ain't gonna be no group of dog. One ain't gonna be no group hug. It like be this. no group. Ain't no it, it wasn't no group production. It ain't gonna be no group it production. Is, it no, is. no, it ain't dog. It takes two mm-hmm. to make one. I want all my credit that day. I'm just letting you know right now. All of it. it takes so two. So I to will make write one. your speech. It's gonna be in the prompter. All you got to do is read. Do you understand this? I understand. All right. It takes two to I, make I, one. I see right now I gotta ask security. I gotta <laughs> security. I see that right now.
4: Yeah, man. I mean,
1: look, I agree. I think that there needs to be some rules before you go on TV in front of mad random people. uh, And there needs to be some protocol so that nobody is embarrassing themselves in front of millions of people. Yeah, I... (sighs)
2: Anything, whenever you're getting on camera or you're getting recorded, there should always be protocol on how things would work. Um, and um, that showed, and I get it as well. It's their first time, you know, nothing is necessary. You you really don't know how someone's going to react until you put them in that position. Or you, mm. you would assume they're going to react one way and then they show you their colors and you're like, wow. This uh, not me fuck up, you know. This is a not me fuck up moment. Like I should not have had you here. I should have had you sit here, or you know, just had you on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. So people will people will look for their fifteen seconds of fame. So um, I get it. I understand. I, I honestly get it. And a lot of people, you know, we talk about Russell and um Seattle all the time. Some people will make their way out your life, you know, because I the rumors that she cheated on Russell with um a different teammate. Mm. So, and obviously Russell ends up with Sierra and he looks like he's having the time of his life. I'm never going to assume something like that. But, um, yeah, some people will find a way out your life and it might be little signs or big signs. But I definitely think, you know, I see, I see what Dion's Mr. Prime Time is saying. Mm.
1: Mr. Prime Time, you... Uh, did you see the story of how a bunch of Airbnb hosts are crying because they're losing bread? Yes. Yes. I I feel like we referenced this in in a previous episode, but, uh, uh, there was a wall street journal article that came out this week that really dove into the topic. And it basically alludes to the fact that like Airbnb created like a space for these mortgage owners. In the gig economy, to uh, really kind of play this real estate game, and they're just unfortunately on the losing end of 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 a, of a great run. Um, their bills are out of this world, and uh, they are going through it. Listen, I get as somebody who's been.
2: The idea has been pitched to me many times. Like, let's buy a house and let's Airbnb. Same, bro. We talked about it. We
1: talked about it last year. We've done it.
2: Yeah, we were practically. We could have been.
1: We could have been. Thank God, man.
2: Yeah. So, it and it's a smart investment, you know, because this is a once in how many years. This this doesn't happen often, you know, but it's absolutely crazy to imagine like on average every so, 10 years. yeah every you, it wasn't this bad 10 years ago or 20 years ago i feel like um
1: yeah, let's say every uh, 15 or so odd years
2: yeah like yeah so um i feel bad i honestly do um because you get it it's it's an investment you I, it's just weird. like it's sad to think of some uh, a source of income becoming like a liability so quickly you know cuz nobody's and there's no there's no light at the end of the tunnel yet you know, there's no, okay, in a couple months, we're guaranteed to be out of this. So, th- this, everyone keeps, I was re- reading somewhere, like, people are like, oh, it's the first wave, there's a second wave coming. And, but we really don't know if the first wave is over. Like, for there to be a second wave, the first wave must, like, everybody's good now. But that's not Mm. the case. You know, so we're still in this wave. We don't know when this ends to then think of a possible second wave. So I feel horrible for them. I know even landlords, you know, that are still paying for their mortgage are going through it as well because they're not getting the rent to then pay their mortgage. So... It's sad, because I know some people are trying to be the first in their family to, you know, be self-sufficient financially or to have multiple streams of income and try to change their lives. So I definitely, I feel for them. It's sad, but... Uh, I, I i really don't know how else to put it like nobody's traveling hotels hotel chains are going through it you know yeah um and these are just certain things you're like yeah people are always traveling people are always on motion people are always traveling for work entertainment vacation and now you just get a stop still and a lot of industries are getting hit and to think about the fact that a lot of these people that you know come together gather money together to make something you know to to make it a because it's a big boy investment i think it should be a of that you can afford a home take care of it and rent it and make money but this just comes to bite you in the back like it, it's absolutely it's a sad thing to hear
1: i agree is there anything else we need to discuss that we haven't talked about uh have you, have you spoken about your um your former leader <laughs> from North Korea. Who's who my former leader? Ah, uh, please, Marshall, please see me, please. From, from North Korea. <laughs> please, my i'm respecting of my name. That's all I'm saying.
2: Where were please. you on the ninth of? <laughs> was it North the, Korea? Which, which North month? Korea? Which month? Say the month. Say um, the month. um Was it April, November? <laughs> April, April
1: third, <laughs> April, April, November 60th.
2: Yes. Where uh, were you? A- were you New not York, in North Korea? N-
1: New York city. Mm. That's the city in North Korea you were in. Uh, I have never stepped foot in Pyongyang. Mm. Uh, I've never been in any, let's just make it clear. I've never been in any communist country.
2: Oh, ah. so what do you call? <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, that was good. Anywho, now, yeah, the The rumors are that he's maybe dead, maybe in some kind of state of, I guess, coma. Like, I'm not sure. I've been hearing different things, um, or maybe healing. So, we all like. I think it changes the world a little bit. I'm not sure if it's for the better or the worse, but um, we'll see what happens with that, I guess. I don't Mm.
1: know what much to say about North Korea and its leader. Uh, I think that none of us are going to know until the it's, powers that be want us to know anyway like mm-hmm. we're getting our information off of timeline or a news source and there's propaganda that's going to tell us that he's alive and there's propaganda that's going to tell us that he's not alive and they all have their agendas so i think we just wait and see sha yeah I think, no, it's, um, a, it's a world, it's a tightly knit country various governments have said either
2: or so, yeah, news doesn't come out that country easy. Like for the most part they want you to hear it if it comes out of there. Um only person that knows that might know is Dennis Rodman uh, outside of the country. Mm. That's his boy. I'm sure um, he has a cell phone number, so who knows?
1: Very true. Did you hear the uh the togetherness post that Anthony Joshua out. Anthony Joshua, no, I have not heard. Don't it. worry, we will put it here as well.
2: Put that, put, put me on, put me on.
1: Yo,
0: yo, oh, no, 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 yeah, yo, my vida, boss, little, call me when I'm feeling sick, call me when I'm feeling down, call me when you need someone to talk. keep on the hood. When you're feeling lonely, call me when you need somebody Call me when you need someone to talk, to, You got to my number, hey, I gotta wait for your boss Don't be late, no, 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 I gotta wait for your call, You got my number My number, I gotta wait for your call, no Maybe don't be Anywhere you're there, baby, me I wanna go to. Anytime I see you, be like, say I'm an iloto, Nancy Colombo, Alan Lan Colombo. My number I gotta wait for your boss Don't be late, no, no, no I gotta wait for your call Be my number My number I gotta wait for your call Maybe don't be late Don't delay My nigga, why me I go Why me I go I gotta wait for your I gotta wait for your call My nigga, why me I go I I Alright cool.
1: mm-hmm. That was uh Yeah
2: My guy my people. Shout out to both of them. Big up to Bizzle. Big up to that whole crew. They're doing and getting the sound even bigger.
1: Alright, so the song that I've decided to go with this week is another American Nigerian collaborative effort. Um, There was a recent remix that dropped that kind of had the internet shaking in a good way so um are you are you familiar with khalid the american artist yes. so Khalid has a,
2: mr. Location.
1: correct so mr samuel location
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh put out a song a while back called know your worth with disclosure and that's like that's been a huge pop record um and has definitely been on the radio for quite some time There was a remix that Khalid just dropped with David O. and Thames, which is... Insane. Insane that that happened, yeah. So I'm going to play that. And then, um, yeah. So for those who haven't heard it yet, this is Khalid featuring David O. and Thames, the Know Your Worth remix. He keeps leaving
5: been waiting for, no, 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 no. so you've got your love like up instead, but something better's waiting at your door.
1: So that was once again Khalid featuring David on Thames, the Know Your Worth remix. Um, both records that we played today are available on all the streaming platforms. Feel free to support the artists. Follow them on social media. Um, and yeah. That's our songs of the week. Peace. Do you okay. uh, how are we how are we close how are we closing the episode?
2: Ah, uh, I guess same way we started the episode. <laughs> I got to repeat those things, man. Um obviously we you know we've been going hard on people social distancing and staying healthy and trying to fly in the curve cuz we all want to go outside and we want everybody to be healthy. Go it's outside. insane. Isn't it crazy how long we've not gone outside?
1: Doc, it's been like, for me it's what 39 outside days outside of your
2: outside of your haircuts, yeah.
1: Tomorrow um, makes forty days. I think that 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 makes a good a good. Uh, uh, that's a good time to end my fast.
2: Well, I was just about to say we have to also give a shout out to all our listeners that are um, currently observing Ramadan mm. and wish them a safe, blessed, healthy Ramadan. Ramadan the,
1: Mubarak. <laughs> yeah, may the
2: you and fast. Habib may the good Lord give you all the strength to get through all that.
1: Um, I mean,
2: there we go. Look at you. you Got to be out here. You young, know what I'm saying? Young we, and mom we, over we, here. We culturally diverse over here. Played. Oh, okay. That's crazy because the first time you said cultural, I thought you were doing the <sighs> So I was oh, like, wow. wow, you thought I was slippery slope.
1: I was gonna say slippery, who, I was slippery. gonna say the cultural group that I thought you were claiming that I was, but I, I they definitely destroy people on the internet, so I am not even going there at all.
2: Yeah, let's 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 you slow know? you roll there, you know? buddy but I,
1: but I definitely wanna make a special shout out to all my Yemeni homies. You know, shout outs to all the okay. our Yemeni homies that own all the delis in New York and uh mm. have definitely shown us how uh hospitable and wonderful um people of the Islamic faith have been to everyone that I know. Uh That's so special, yeah, shout out. Out yeah. special shout out to the Yemenis, special shout outs to all my Fulani all our Fulani Hausa homies that are definitely yeah. observing. All of our uh for Day homies, all of our Senegalese homies that are definitely out here. Big up, big up, big up everybody. Shout out to TK. CK. TK's put in some
2: days, I think a weekend. And um and I'm starting mine next week as well.
1: But just fasting. So fast and... Yeah, yeah. Oh you know, lit, we fasten we fast I... together. We should do the okay, yeah. You know, we do, the fasting I, challenge. We do it I do it every year. <laughs> Yeah, And I'm
2: very excited about this year because the sun sets earlier than last year. Last year it was 835. I right? was kicking my behind and I think it sets by like seven something. So I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to put my weekend at, in support. But um, yeah, big up to everybody going through it and we wish you all the strength together because it's definitely no joke. Um, and we continue as Noah Holler to stand with the message of, You know, helping women be comfortable in your space straight up and just being non (laughs) douchebags.
1: it costs around, you nothing to not be a douchebag.
2: Right, around people's children, men or women because obviously there are a lot of men that are victims to sexual assaults um, rape, if we're you know, being the worst case scenario from what we've heard this couple of days um, so please we, we as Noah Holler, we support this please be nice and kind to each other, be welcoming and warm in every chance you get and obviously we also, both of us we listen to Joe Budden's podcast um, none of this warrants Somebody being nice to you none of this warrant somebody being a specific type of way because you said hi beautiful or hello gorgeous you are or- not
1: owed anything from exactly. the opposite sex at any exactly. given time always oh, remember at the end of the day if you don't hear anything from this podcast always remember that consent is the sexiest thing in the universe consent is wild sexy I like, don't even know why
2: we had to say that but if you didn't it, know that that should be clear to all of you um and stop being kind at, as a favor straight oh so that's um that's another thing and um so with that I think we can we wrap it up here
1: somebody actually made a really good uh somebody um posted something earlier like we can close after this but somebody was trying to Uh, explain an analogy to an idiot on the timeline who was like, how are men supposed to know not to be inappropriate with women? How do we know when women be doing and she, as brilliant as she is, shout outs to, I don't know if she's a real person or if it's a burner account, whatever, but this was on my timeline um, yesterday, and she said, so basically think of it like this. If you ask me for $5 and I'm too drunk to say yes or no, it is not okay to then go take $5 out of my purse just because I didn't say no. Oh. If, if you put a gun to my head to get me to give you $5, you still stole $5, even if I physically handed you $5. If I let you borrow five dollars, that doesn't give the right for your friend to take five dollars out of my purse. And she gives the example. But you gave him some. Why can't I have some? That's a great point. I hear that all the time. Well, you let him do How come you didn't, How come I can't? That's that's nasty behavior. Anyways.
2: And also, yeah, if she gives you five dollars five seconds ago. Mm. It doesn't mean she's going to give you $5 yeah. the next minute. You still got to ask her you if, she can, if you can have another $5, bro. Exactly. Very simple.
1: Very, Very simple move. Just get on her, the same page. Her, her last point was, if you steal $5 and I can't prove that you stole $5 from me in court, that does not mean you didn't steal 5 dollars. And that my friends is what I will leave you with. Consent okay, you. is very important. It is very set. Even if you are dating someone, even if you are in a relationship with someone communication is key. You need to know that your partner or whoever you're dealing with, whoever you're interested in dealing with is comfortable being in these situations with you before you initiate any sort of physical, intimate, sexual activity with said partner. Very important. And I see a lot of people fall prey to these scenarios because men weren't being responsible. And um, and not just men, not to say that it's only men that need to be responsible. I think everybody needs to be responsible, but the oneness is more on the men because of the power dynamics that exist between men and women. Do better, guys.
2: Yeah, we'll definitely end it on that note. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think anything else would just be redundant, so.
1: Straight Thank up. You. This has <laughs> been episode 58. Thank you yes. for joining us. Peace out. Stay safe, people. In 2019, I visited Nigeria and some of the local places that I visited were places like Makoko, Shagamu, The Shrine. We was planning on teaming up with some of the local community leaders to contribute towards their events. But due to the global pandemic, these plans had come to a halt. So during this
0: crisis, we thought it would be best to put some basic necessities together for some of the local people who may need it. Joshua, give giving us We really appreciate Anthony Joshua for the gift. Thank you, Joshua. God bless you so much. appreciate Joshua.
1: To
3: Nigeria, one love people, and I'll see you
2: soon. SendWave allows you to carry out convenient, instant, fee free, and secure money transfers from the US to Nigeria. We've partnered with them to bring our listeners the convenience of sending money to Nigeria from the comfort
1: of your own home. That's right. To take part, simply download the SendWave app on iOS or Android and then apply promo code WAHALA. Again, that's promo code WahaLa to get free money and access the exchange rates. The wahala team has been enjoying for some time. Now back to the show. I think it's a great, great for the Anthony Joshua brand, especially because the most recent things that I've seen mentioning him were about him threatening Deontay Wilder, um, which, which I also didn't understand. But you know, I think um, it's. It's nice to see that he's bringing awareness to how um, his voice is impactful in the Nigerian community, no, especially. Definitely, definitely.
2: Um, he's going we, into the people's champ territory, I think.
1: Yeah, and I mean, he had a he had a bunch of Nigerians in the PSA as well. That are kind of just bringing awareness to the fact that this is really a thing, and people need to take it seriously, et cetera, and that people need to work together in order to. Uh, curb the spread of the effects of the virus. So I think it was a good PSA. Um hopefully it positively influences that region because they definitely need all the help they can get as far as awareness and getting people to take this shit seriously. So cool.
2: Yeah. I just want to close the show by saying Miss Banks, we're still waiting for your interview.
1: Uh, yeah man. We I mean she's more than welcome anytime. We've reached out to the proper authorities. To, I'm reaching uh, out
2: straight to Ms. banks on the timeline. That makes 48 hours. <laughs> or something, something got to go. give.
1: Yo, you got to be yo. Shh, just be be aware that aggressive energy is not okay. No, 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 no. no. Consistent and aggressive. <laughs> no, don't don't put me. I am. I don't, somebody. I don't want to see. You know what I'm saying we all know our friend shy, but I, so I don't want to up one day. You know, we don't want to wake on up. Some, some yo, Tune, what's us with your boy. <laughs> and I'm like my boy. I mean, <laughs> not nah, with this evidence. He not, is Not, my not anymore. He was my guy, but he's no longer.
2: R.I.P. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not
2: R.I.P. Yikes. R.I.P. to the friendship. Uh-oh. We're, gonna put, we're gonna put a date on the friendship.
1: R.I.P. just killed the pod. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> crip walking on the timeline. Um, wow. Oh, I'm not affiliated with any gang. Oh, none of us are, you know what I'm saying? We're just uh, addressing
2: the fact that some
1: people are wild um, on the timeline.
2: The streets of Connecticut are like, I don't rep anything.
1: Uh, I just saw another video on the timeline where uh, it's about sharp reflexes <laughs> from parents and their kids. Oh, no. So somebody retweeted it and said 99% of parenting is stopping children from killing themselves oh that, that girl that jumped <laughs> yeah. out the crib yes. Yes. <laughs> yes oh man
2: fam my cousin sent that to me he has a uh, I think almost a year old kid he's gonna say all these children are big idiots <laughs> <laughs> he's dying. He said, All these children are big idiots. And I'm like, As a new parent, I know that shit is coming from the soul. Like, he's tired of his kid. He goes, Thank God's sake, they're not to us. They're not to wear us. <laughs> parents, parents are tired of their children. <laughs> Oh, oh no.
1: my goodness, dog! I'm just I'm looking at the thread under this video, and it's just a whole bunch of parents saving their tired, kids from tired stupid they, things.
2: Tired of their kids. Oh man, Nobody's this tired is... of their kids
1: like like parents. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is quality content, man. Um, so yeah, um, we've, we've pretty it's... much talked about everything. What are you uh, song of the week? Yes. What is your what is you, what are you going with? Uh, we, were, we ran through time Oh did we talk about Little Fires everywhere I told you Do you
2: want to close out With that But I oh, don't know Cause I know nothing About that show yet Cause I told you I have to mentally Prep myself to watch a Kerry Washington
1: Okay <laughs> So I Firmly believe I'm not gonna ruin it Cause Bible hasn't seen it yet We can expand on it Next week But Is I it a
2: be- is it a, sh- a movie
1: or? It is a series It is a okay, It okay. is a series It Um it's based. Okay, so Little Fires Everywhere is basically a series. Reese Witherspoon's character. She plays a. You know, a well-to-do Caucasian woman living in this city um, in Ohio called Shaker Heights with her family. There's clearly a disparity of wealth between her family and Carrie Washington's character. She plays a character named Mia Warren who has a daughter and they kind of live like nomads. Mia, Mia's character is an artist that kind of travels around the country with her daughter in um, their car and it kind of you you learn immediately when the series begins that there's a disparity disparity of wealth between these two sets of characters and somehow uh Carrie Washington's character and her daughter end up in Shaker Heights Ohio and looking for an uh, looking for an apartment they end up getting the apartment from the family of the richardsons um and then they experience a bunch of things together and you just witness how different caucasians mm-hmm. that are privileged in that city deal with life and handle life and how um they interact with mia's clearly less less fortunate um and contrasting social standing. So it's it's, a, it's an amazing series because it literally highlights the imbalance, the imbalances of of justice between um, certain classes in the United States. Like Shaker Heights, Ohio, in the series, could represent any community in America that is predominantly white and dealing with minority populations. So it's great. I suggest you watch it. You're going no, to gonna check really it out. like it. And I also believe that it's now a required viewing for anyone that I decide to pursue romantically. I need to know how you feel about Little Fires Everywhere before I decide that you, you and I are even... Entertaining anything. Okay. I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, it's one of those it's one of those things. What is what is what is a required viewing for you? Like what is something that you know you're like someone that you're feeling has to like rock with before you know that there's chemistry? fam every
2: time I put a show out there, they be falling short every time. Every I'd be, like, be like, yo, um curb your enthusiasm. Nope.
1: Dog, I don't think I could date someone that doesn't like Kirby enthusiasm. I think that's been a great litmus test for me.
2: Some like, I just don't know. Like, it's, I just haven't, I don't think I've dated anybody that, like, I've had people appreciate it, but just not be on some, this shit is fire, you know? Uh, Another thing I've noticed is that
1: anyone I've dated that likes friends, it has never worked out.
2: I, I swear. I swear, you come to me talking friends references,
1: it ends.
2: It ends. Yeah, can't do it, it. Ends like it's time for dessert. Let's just wrap it up and everyone go to their father's house.
1: You have to, to like it. Martin. You have to like. Uh, you have to be at least aware of Martin Seinfeld. Yeah, I give you enthusiasm. aware of Martin. Yeah, because um, it's not they're not required for me, but you have to at least be aware of the cultural impact that those shows have um,
2: Chappelle show Chappelle show
1: hundred percent.
2: And the one thing boondocks. Oh
1: my God. Took it right out. Of, took the words right out of my mouth. Thank yeah, you boondocks. so much. Boondocks. I think,
2: um, yeah, there gotta be some episodes we could break down together and just laugh at some episodes and break down some episode, you know, like if I, if I make a Chappelle reference, so sometimes life
1: calls for a Chappelle reference, you no, know. Agreed. If you can't um, tell me what homies over hose means,
2: yes. Or oh, if I know? say um, beans wouldn't do that. Beans will go to war. <laughs> if, if you know, like little things here and there. If you don't know where that's coming from, like it hurts my soul. You know, <laughs> that's all. I wouldn't lie to you. So that that would be it for me. I think that's it. I think definitely Boondocks and Chappelle's are high up
1: there. Imagine dating someone that didn't know the Amrick James bitch reference. Right. Just imagine. Oh, the... you, you make a pancake. Like yeah, like. like pancakes? Like, what? Winter blouses. Like, right. can you imagine having to share a bed with someone that didn't understand those references. That sounds like slavery. Bro, this is, that's what happens when you're, you don't love yourself. Yeah. You, I think self-love is definitely the theme here. Folks love yeah. yourself, entertain partners that, you know, that value great cultural, you know, culturally mm-hmm. impactful media and content. Um, you know, if, if, if the, if the main consumption is the shade room, but they, they haven't. Oh my God. Exposed please, to anything please, else please, we just please. discussed. And know, those your, references,
2: those man, shade room references will, will turn, you know, I don't know. Let me not get into it too much.
1: Yeah. Let's do that. That's not, we're getting into too much game. They got to pay for the rest. It's fine. Um, that. yeah, yeah. Feel free to support, you know, no, slash support. If you want to donate to, to get more, uh, more, these exclusive gems from us, you know, we are more Yummy. than welcome to share. Um, yeah, I'm saying, so uh, there's that. Um, so, yeah, that's Little Fires Everywhere. So, song of the week. I am going with
2: a NYC Legend. Okay. Um, I'm going with a NYC Legend. The song features an artist from Ninja. Hey. Um, big up to the plug. Big up to Bizzle, big up to Elsa. Okay. Um, The song is called Wait For You. Who's it by? Melvito featuring Oxide.
1: Melvito. Shout out to and Oxley. big,
2: big, 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 big up to Melvito. Vito. Um, obviously, if you're in the New York area, you know Melvito used to be part of. Well, he's, our own boys is still a thing, but it's just you know the man has grown into his own brand and has made music for our um, mate, music for a bunch of dope ass artists, and he's still growing. So, um. Big shout, out to, shout, out
1: to, shout out to everyone involved, man. This is this is great. I like the record. The first time I heard it, I sent it to so many people that I know, and they were like, "Is this person based in Nigeria?" And I was like, "Half of them are." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I love I love genuine talent. Um, coming out of nigeria right now there's a, there's a bunch of really dope young cats that are coming out of nigeria right now so um yeah this is, yeah, this, is the, I, this is a good record
2: i think um a lot of people are going to realize that the that type of sound is what's going to take nigeria to the next level not that <laughs> sound that got nigeria
1: where it is you know yeah all right so we're gonna we're gonna play the record